Hey, good morning, brother. Hey, thanks for the great topic. You know, it's something that definitely needs to be discussed. You know, I think, you know, people have a habit of trying to paint fathers with a broad brush. And, you know, we definitely already have a bad rap, but it's a lot of good fathers. And, you know, like you say, a lot of people just don't know the situation sometimes, you know. I guess for society, it's just easier to put all the blame on the fathers sometimes, which is not right. Hey, so I wanted to call in, first of all, this is that honesty thing, about the weekend father situation. And I know this seems like a very typical response, but it definitely varies. I think there are folks who are a bit selfish when it comes to parenting and will parent when it's convenient for them but i also have seen and witnessed myself um fathers especially who want to be very much so active in their child's life but who are denied that access and you know i've never been in that situation so i don't know why you know a mother would want to kind of keep the child from um the father vice versa um and maybe there is a good reason but i definitely think that a lot of times they do what they can and sometimes they're just doing what they want It's that honesty thing again, this time answering your question about the best friend hitting on the significant other. Who would I believe? Um, I probably believe the significant other, and I know that sounds crazy, but just getting to the point. One, I would hope that I am not dealing with someone on that level who would purposely bring that kind of negativity to my life. And I would also believe that significant other with an open mind and understanding that they may have interpreted something Um, differently than it was intended and with that I also think your intuition tells you everything so you know you know who your friends are you've observed your friends so if they're saying something that sounds completely left field then that's something to look into but you also know you you kind of you kind of know so I guess I'd believe myself in that situation (laughs) yo what's up man this is uh, Yang Vibes from Kinder City you don't know what I said, that's like 15 minutes away from New Orleans. Anyways, I just wanted to let you know you were so right. You must treat people accordingly to how they treat you. As a young person, we were taught to treat others how we want to be treated. And this, I mean, it's like a really good lifelong long lesson because at the end of the day, that's the only way that you're going to know that people are around you for you. But anyways, I also wanted to touch base on what you said about um, what makes a man a man. And honestly, I feel like there's an honor system when it comes to being a man about being uh, respectful and um, and just staying true to the word, you know. And, and if you have a family, providing and protecting, you know what I'm saying? That's the roles of a man that I feel like are the most vital is that you stand by your word because that's really all we have as men. But uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having this segment, man. I'm going to stay tuned. You're really touching base on a lot of stuff I'm interested in. Hey, so I wanted to call in, first of all, this is that honesty thing, about the weekend father situation. And I know this seems like a very typical response, but it definitely varies. I think there are folks who are a bit selfish when it comes to parenting and will parent when it's convenient for them. But I also have seen and witnessed myself um, 
fathers especially who want to be very much so active in their child's life but who are denied that access and you know I've never been in that situation so I don't know why you know a mother would want to kind of keep the child from um, the father vice versa Um, and maybe there is a good reason but I definitely think that a lot of times they do what they can and sometimes they're just doing what they want. Strong thoughts, sober tongue. It's only right that I drop more content this, on this glorious Saturday morning, especially since uh, tomorrow's the Super Bowl, and I probably won't be saying much around that time. So, yeah. But I, what I want to I want to talk to the fellas about uh, understanding women empowerment. Um, I want y'all to understand, just because a woman is empowering herself, it doesn't take away from your power. There's no reason to feel threatened. There's no reason to be in an uproar or to disagree with it. It's just simply a woman recognizes, recognizing herself for who she is, recognizing her, not just how valuable she is, but how powerful she is as a person, um, that she has more to offer as opposed to just her body parts. And I'm all for that. I'm all for our woman empowerment. I'm all for feminism. But also, ladies, I want y'all to understand that your feminism does not mean I am less of a person as a man. I want you to stand on, recognize your own power, but don't try to belittle me or belittle mine. Like that's not, I'm pretty sure that's not what feminism is about. And yeah, granted, I do have to be more educated on feminism, but I'm pretty sure it's not about the great and the other man. So I just want both sexes to be aware of what we're doing when we push this agenda of women empowerment which i do think again it should be pushed i can't stress that enough i just want both sexes to have a clear understanding of what it's about and what we should be doing so yeah i mean feel free to chime in on it feel free let's talk about it Good morning, people. It's another segment of Drunk Thoughts Sober. Let's talk about something that irritates me. You know what irritates me? I hate how we, as a people, gender, like, really justify the dumb stuff we do as a people. Like, I'm going to just use gender, for example. I hate how us men, we justify treating women bad because we have insecurities. And I hate how women use never having a good man as an excuse to treat a good man like shit. And I just think less excuses, more results. I think we need to cut it out. Like we, especially at this point in our lives, because see, a lot of us are adults speaking like this. A lot of us are in our 30s, 40s, some even in their 50s speaking as if we're to be treated as if we have no life experience. Like, we're, we're just allowed to just fuck up all over the place and it's okay. And I'm not saying mistakes don't happen, but what I am saying is this, don't justify it, fix it. So yeah, let's talk about that. I just, I, I really had to get that off my chest because it just seems like a, a never ending thing. There's always an excuse. There's never a, you know what? You're right. I fucked that up. I'm going to do better. There's always a, I know, I know I messed up. I'm sorry, but I'm not used to, or I got this going on, or it's always some type of crazy justification, even if it's even if it's semi-valid, 
it's still like, come on. I didn't ask for an excuse. I'm asking you to do better. Yeah, I hated, I hated to turn up a little bit, but I just, I had to get that off. Again, I had to get that off my chest, man, because I, I just, again, less excuses, more results. So let's talk about that. Good morning. So your question, how would you handle if your significant other or your best friend hit on um, one or the other? So I kind of had that situation twice. Well, let me tell you the first situation. So my best friend is my cousin. That's who, that's, that's my dog. So it was this guy I was talking to. It was nothing serious at all. I didn't really feel him. I wasn't really digging him for real anyway. So when I was at work or whatever, he would go over to my cousin's house and um, ask her to cook or whatever. So one day she hit on him. And he was shocked, like, yo, what's going on? So he told me, and I was like, I really don't care because I don't even like you like that. So that really hurt his feelings, and I ain't heard from him since. So, I, and, you know, hey, it is what it is. Good morning. So your question, how would you handle if your significant other or your best friend hit on um, one or the other? So I kind of had that situation twice well let me tell you the first situation so my best friend is my cousin that's who that's that's my dog so it was this guy I was talking to it was nothing serious at all I didn't really feel him I wasn't really digging him for real anyway so when I was at work or whatever he would go over to my cousin's house and um, ask her to cook or whatever so one day she hit on him and he was shocked, like, yo, what's going on? So he told me, and I was like, I really don't care because I, I don't even like you like that. So that really hurt his feelings, and I ain't heard from him since. So, I, and, you know, hey, it is what it is. Okay, so the second time that happened, now, this was my boo. This is like my husband. And one day, we was at the movies. My battery had went dead because my kids was in the car. It had the battery, you know, go dead. So I had to use his phone to call my cousin, the same cousin, and um, to come give us a jump. So anyway, later on, she winds up texting him like, yo, what's up? Why don't you send me some pictures? So I didn't find out this until maybe a year or two later. And he finally told me this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he never gave, he never, well, actually, he didn't tell me. I found out anyway. But he never said anything. She never said anything. So I never said anything because it didn't progress. But then that, this lets me know that that so-called cousin, she can't be trusted. Cannot be trusted, honey. You can't trust everybody. Okay, so the second time that happened. Now, this was my boo. This is like my husband. And one day we was at the movies. My battery had went dead because my kids was in the car. It had the battery, you know, go dead. So I had to use his phone to call my cousin, the same cousin, and um, to come give us a jump. So anyway, later on, she winds up texting him like, yo, what's up? Why don't you send me some pictures? So I didn't find out this until maybe a year or two later.
And he finally told me this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he never gave, he never, well, actually, he didn't tell me. I found out anyway. But he never said anything. She never said anything. So I never said anything because it didn't progress. But then that, this lets me know that that so-called cousin, she can't be trusted. Cannot be trusted, honey. You can't trust everybody. Hey, Joseph Franklin, this is Cadre. I hope all is well with you, bruh. I appreciate your favor on my station. And I'm uh, checking out some of your content, and you hit the nail right on the head with these excuses, man. It's obscene. And I, I think it boils down to, if I could throw my two cents in, that people don't know themselves. People won't accept it. They just, they're so used to excuses. And it, it's a shame. You know, how can you say, like, for instance, I'm 35. So for me to sit here and say, oh, I can't do something because I was never taught that as a kid, I feel is absurd. It is just ridiculous. I am now officially been longer an adult than what I was a child. I think in this time I should have been able to figure out, especially in you know, this day and age with Google and those things, like there's no reason to keep justifying a, a screw up based on lack of knowledge or not or not being shown that in your lifetime. I mean, w w there's been enough experience. You can make it, you can figure it out. You can ask people like, and then I, I really think it also goes on the friends of those people because we accept that as a justifiable excuse. Like, oh, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, you had it rough. Oh, no, no, listen, no, <laughs> just period, no. Like, call them out. Like, that. that's crazy. Appreciate you, bruh. Good afternoon, people. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. Y'all wanna know what's bothering me, man? They did a, uh, a remake of Superfly. And not that I went out for the part or nothing like that, but I just wish, like, I, I wish I was, like, a, in the end. I wish I knew that we're gonna do a Superfly remake, man, just so I could be a part of it. I just wanna be a part of the movie. That movie is such a classic. And it came out, the crazy thing is, like, for me, that movie came out in 72, and I'm born in 88. That is nowhere near my time. But I still, man, I love that movie. I want to be a part of it. So, like, it just kind of bums me out, like. And I don't know if anybody out there has seen the movie. It's, like, one of those real, to a degree, if you compare it to some of your favorites, like the modern-day movies or whatnot, I guess it would be kind of cheesy, like kind of a cheesy dope dealing type of movie, but I like the movie, I like the movie, I like the music, the theme, I like everything about it, that old New York City look, everything about that movie was just dope to me, man, shout out to Curtis Mayfield too for the soundtrack, oh that movie is so dope, I just wish I could be part of the remake.